What'd you say? What? Anyway, welcome to Chaos Server, everybody. I'm Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, who is my second strand of rope, is Mr. Artie Vice. Aw, I was going to say, you're the Lisa Marino to my Rocky. Oh, that's nice, too. Aw, uh, look at I'm us. Glad we're in such a good mood. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to be watching uh, Three Ninjas. We're going to be watching on YouTube. Um... I'm not going to tell you which one, just because I don't know legally how much I would get into, but the version we're watching is like an hour and 24 minutes long and 22 seconds, and if you're going to watch it along with us on any other version, I would just skip over everything so you get right to the opening scene with the trees, basically, to get as close as possible. So, um, Yeah, so there we go. Um, let's see. Where Did you want to do Cheese Fact first? Did you want to do AEW first? What did you want to do? We can do AEW first, if you want, and then we can slip right into my cheese fact of the day. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as far as AEW goes, uh, I watched both Dark and Elevation this week. You said you watched about five minutes of Elevation. So I five seconds, sir. Five seconds of Elevation. Yeah, because if you'd watched five minutes, you would have got to see that Wardlow match, and it would have been worth it. Um, yeah, I already told you about this, but for the people on Elevation, Wardlow... Well, first of all, if you didn't know because you didn't watch Elevation, this was not Shark Week. This was uh, Wardlow Week because yep. he was on both Elevation and Dark. And his match in Elevation was the one that I think kind of I, – I, the one that sticks out of my mind where he basically just knocked the guy out with his high knee off the top rope. And it was just awesome looking. And, um, yeah, I, we'll talk about the MMA match in a minute, which I don't think was as awesome. But that really made me think, oh, wow, Wardlow's awesome. Um, and then as far as Dark goes... I mean, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, honestly, as far as Dark goes, my I'm it's out of my brain. So I really have much to add to the Dark Salvation stuff. But, you know, still going to keep watching. And if anything else pops up... Oh, I will say, just because it's the only place you're going to find the storyline, the Joey Janela... A sunny Kiss storyline continues to progress. Janela really is starting to do a really nice cocky heel um, persona where basically he every week is instead of helping Sonny, he just goes to like a go-go dance club or something. And so it's really funny. Cool. Uh, yeah, I hope like it honestly, I, it hasn't gotten into the ring yet, but I have the feeling that it, it's going to be a good character after it gets flushed out. So, um, yeah, okay, so that leads us to Dynamite. Um, like, honestly, I don't remember, like, my brain's fried right now, so I don't remember a lot of what happened. I remember it started with the MMA fight. What Indeed. were you that watched the whole MMA fight? In case people were wondering, the rules, there was three five-minute rounds. There was right. 45 second rest periods between each round. Right. And then there was knockout, referee stoppage, or submission only. In case people were wondering if it go if it could go to a if, go to a judge's decision, that was not possible. Well, it's a good thing we didn't get there then. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, as far as like what the precedent of this kind of match in wrestling, it was one of the better MMA or real fights that I've seen in wrestling, but it was still not necessary. Like, yeah, they cleared the bar, but it wasn't a very high bar to begin with. So it was fine, but it wasn't anything that blew me away or anything. So, yeah, no, I I really don't think a Hurricane Rada should have been done, even though it was impressive to see Warlow do it. It was kind of stupid in an MMA style yeah. match. So, yeah, so I think that's yeah, that's enough said about that. Um, well, no, it. one thing I wanted to say about it at the end, one thing I thought was actually kind of interesting is uh, after the match, Hager won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went to, like, shake Wardlow's hand. And Wardlow looked like he was going to, like, shake his hand and everything was going to be good before Spears, like, attacked from behind. So yeah. kind of suggesting that if Spears hadn't done that, Wardlow would have just, like, done kind of like a face thing and just, like, re- shook his hand respectfully and everything, which I thought right. was kind of interesting. Yeah, actually, it was it was an interesting choice, and... And actually was good for it to be Spears that sort of, because he's supposed to be the crazy one, that sort of just broke that up and started the he's big crazy. melee. So, yeah, you're right. From from a storyline point of view, the way they ended it worked going forward, even if the match itself was eh. You know, the, the actual ending as far as moving the storyline ahead was pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely probably, like, it's probably not going to happen for a long time still. But like they definitely they I think they they planted like your your first little uh your first little seed of 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 Warlow going out on his own. Like yeah. I said, I don't think it's gonna happen for a long time still. But like I think that was kind of like the first little like seed that might have gotten like planted in that nobody would have noticed, maybe. Yeah. No, the way and especially the way I hear JR talk about Warlow, there there's not a chance that they're not gonna try to push him into the world title picture at some point in the future. That's it's going to happen. Whether it's going to be successful or not, we'll have to wait and see. But it's definitely going to happen at some point. Absolutely. Um. All right. So let's see. The next thing that pops in my head, and if you can think of anything else, go ahead. But I was thinking about the Kenny Omega. Um, I mean, I have it in front of me. Just go down the way it actually happened. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So up next was the handicap match. Between Darby Allen and the Men of the Year, Scorpio Sky, and all ego Ethan Page. God, and Ethan Page just gets more and more of a better signing every time I see him. Basically, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like that's like looking at it now, it's just crazy to think that we had no idea who this guy was, and like weren't really sold at first when they like when he showed up as like the as like the surprise, and we were just like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. And now right. we're just like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a twelve. Um, yeah, I like the handicap match. It did really good job doing what's really good for Darby, where he gets to sell a lot of punishment and do the babyface yep. comeback. I was expecting something from Sting to sort of like break up their uh, start the breakup process of their tag team, but that obviously didn't happen. Which I saw somebody point this out online that it seems like they're building to another tag match with those two and there's no need for that so I'm interested to see what happens next 
but the match itself was good, and I thought it got everybody over. So, yeah, dude, some of the things that like Ethan Page did to Darby just they looked so gruesome. Yeah. Like, dude, that throw, like when he tossed it, when he when Ethan Page tossed Darby into mm-hmm. that ring post like that, and the way Darby just kind of like ragdolled was like whole just holy shit, dude. Right. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, yeah. So what was the next thing on the list? Yeah, so after that match, there was freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy with the best friends and Chris Statlander yeah. uh, taking on Cesar Bononi with the wingmen. Yeah, so the, I talked to you about how I thought the the impetus of this feud was kind of weird in that there doesn't seem to be an actual reason. And like, I would have liked to have seen something that sort of started this, but as far as like the feud goes, I think it's actually kind of, it's fun. I think it's going to work towards um, Cassidy's strengths and it's going to give the wingmen some uh, airtime on dynamite and they've been really killing it on dark. So I, I'm going to like to see them more on dynamite too. Yeah, I think they're pretty fun. Like, I think they're a, uh, like a f- kind of like a fun heel faction. Um, yeah. That every, I, f- I feel like every every uh, every promotion kind of needs. So, and I want to point something out just because I don't know if anybody listening to this would have this thought, but I saw it online, and I wanted to just address it here because I get to do that. Um, somebody said online that it was kind of a letdown for Orange Cassidy to go from Omega down to the wingman. It's such a step down. I'm like, anything that you're not doing after you're with the world champion by definition has to be a step down. It yeah. doesn't matter that it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, duh. Sorry. It, that just bugged me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, you're, you're not wrong. Like, obviously, like, he could have done probably something a little more like, yeah, I don't you know. Put him with something more, like, more established, but I think honestly, like it's not going to hurt Cassidy. And what it's going to do is elevate these four guys who all really can go. Well, yeah. I, I'm still not sold on Peter, but <laughs> the other three <laughs> can really go. So I think that's better for well, the Peter. Can go on the mic. What? I said Peter can go on the mic. So yeah, Peter's good on the mic. I will give him that. And I do. I don't know. You don't watch Dark, but on Dark, whenever he comes out with the group. He's on a sled shaped like a heart that Caesar Bononi pulls out behind him, so it's really entertaining. That sounds awesome. <laughs> All right, so who's next up on the list? righty. So after that, uh, obviously we have the Marvez. Uh, so after that, Marvez was backstage um, trying to like get like that little Jungle Boy interview, yeah. Um, where like Omega was, and then like Omega, Callus, and Nakazawa showed up. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, so there was obviously that, uh, which I thought was hilarious because the main reason I wanted to bring this up was for a few things. One, I thought Omega saying telling Jungle Boy to become a jungle man was pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. And then you're going to have to help me. Hopefully you can help me with this because it's not here what I'm looking at. But um, he, when Kenny Omega was trying to goad him into like hitting him, he uh-huh. said something, and I don't. Rem- I couldn't figure out exactly what he said, but it sounded, from what I could tell, it sounded like it was another sort of like joke 
where like when remember when Omega when Omega and Cal, when Omega and Callus were doing the thing when Omega was like or like Callus get on top of me or whatever, right? And they were doing that kind of stuff. It sounded really similar to that, where Omega was said something like he was going to get really deep in the ass or something. I don't know. I have to, I didn't hear that. I'll have to rewatch it just to see what he said. Yeah, or like I'm gonna get so deep in that ass, or, or something like it seemed like it was. I might be completely wrong, but the way it was like blurred out, uh, the way it was like bleeped and everything made yeah. it seem like that's what he said. And Jungle Boy's <laughs> reaction also made it seem like that because <laughs> Jungle Boy looked at him like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it because I, I definitely didn't hear it, so I'll have to rewatch it. But yeah, that definitely sounds like something he would say, which is hilarious. Um, yeah. Also, also over. Don Callis is in the conversation. I should also mention, just because we don't get to see the impact side of it, apparently Don Callis has been both officially and um, on TV fired from Impact. Yeah. Um, Tommy Dreamer fired him on television and reinstated Sammy Callahan, who's now Kenny Omega's next challenger to the Impact World title. So I I just started throwing that out there because I don't usually have Impact stuff to add because I don't get to see it. But it's on a channel that doesn't exist in the universe. So, yep. um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, so, what was next on the list after the, the brawl? So, we got the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and Brock Anderson. It really won't do him favors if you do that. Like, like what I did there? I like yeah. that. Um, accompanied by the enforcer, Arn Anderson, versus. Right. Factories, QT Marshall, and Aaron Solo with Nick Camarado. So I point like I realized something that I really did enjoy is that this whole storyline, even though some people don't like it, does give all these kids the chance to go out there and actually get experience on TV, but at the same time get to be led by the people that are training them so that they're protected. And I just and I just realized how genius of an idea that actually is and how much it shows, even though he has a reputation that we talked about, um, Cody trying to give back to the younger kids. So, yeah, I just want yeah, to... I think, I think it's absolutely genius. Yeah. As far as the match itself goes, I think um, Brock did a great job. Uh, I think yeah, I think it was good that he pinned Aaron Solo. That's who he should have pinned. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm just interested to see him do more stuff. I want to see like how much of his father there is in there. Like, as a wrestler, he seems to have it pretty well down so far. But let's see if he can talk on the mic and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, it wasn't too bad at all. Uh, he did kind of. He had kind of like one little mishap with a uh, with like a total world backbreaker that he was doing on Solo. Yeah, kind of. It, it basically it looked it basically just looked like he couldn't really keep him up. Kind of right. like spinning him into the backbreaker. He kind of like either like lost his footing or he just like lost his grip on solo or something like that. But right. he just couldn't, he, he basically couldn't hold him for some reason. Yeah, but um, uh, he did end up getting an almost like looked like a side slam. So it didn't look like a complete botch by the time he was done with it. Yeah, not a complete botch, but you could definitely tell it was a botch. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, aside from that though, like he looked fine. Um, not really necessarily smooth or anything. But, I mean, that'll come with time. Yeah. I'm expecting to see him a lot more on Dark. And so yeah, we'll see how he so. evolves there. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't think we are going into this expecting him to like, I don't know, be like prime Arn Anderson. Right. Day, you know what I mean? Be like his dad against Ric Flair in, in 1995 in that one match that we watched. Yeah. Right, exactly. And <laughs> it would be like that, like his very first match. Like, yeah, I don't think anyone's expecting that. Honestly, I don't know if anyone's really expecting him to be like that ever. But. Well, we'll see where he gets to. I'm, I'm, we'll leave the door open. Yeah. Um, so what was the next thing after that? Uh, mm, the next match, there was like a few different interviews between like, uh, there was like the Archer promo with, or well, the Jake promo with Archer in the background, right. um, which was fine, I guess. Wasn't really anything. Just him, Jake saying like, basically the same thing he always says about Archer after Archer loses. It's like yeah. I can't, like I can't hold him back anymore. He's losing his, he's lost his patience. But he's basically lost his patience ever since like Jake first started managing him. So yeah. like, not to sound too negative or anything, because I fucking love Lance Archer. So I just, I just wish they would. I just wish he would start winning, basically. Yeah, um, they need to find something, some way for him to really go on a roll somewhere. Yeah. Well, not even decimate. He, uh, he needs a good rivalry that ends in him winning. Yeah. Um. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's I, that's clearly true. I'm hoping that that happens for him because it's it's just start and stop when he gets in these things. But then it's like it's part of the problem that one of the problems I have with AEW is that they can on occasion build out long storylines, but for the most part, it seems like. It's uh, okay getting up to the title, not winning, then you're in limbo. It's not a storyline after that. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say. So after that, um, see, there's the Jim Ross interview with Andrade, yeah. um, which was fine. It was basically just Andrade saying he's here for a title, um, which is pretty much it. Like. No, that was pretty much the gist of his of his interview. I want a yeah. title. Um, and then basically just saying like the reason why he chose why why Vicky's like his manager or whatever is basically because he's a third generation superstar, and you know obviously she was married to Eddie, and Eddie was like a third generation, right? Third, right. yeah, third generation superstar as yeah, well. So that, that, like fourth, actually, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's and so that was basically it though for that interview. Um, then Alex Marvez interviewed Hangman with the Dark Order and just trying to talk to him about Omega and Jungle Boy, but he dodged it because Paige is allergic to Omega at this point. Um, so he's just bringing up like, oh yeah, you know, like uh, as soon as he was like, what about Omega and Jungle Boy? Hangman's just like, let's talk about. Let's talk about a little Johnny Hungy here getting ready to come back to the ring, which made me super happy to hear that, by the way. Because um, yeah, I want to see Johnny back too. Yeah. Um, but that was basically that. Um, and then, yeah, then you have the next match, finally, which was uh, Julia Hart with the Varsity Blondes taking on Penelope Ford. Um, solid match, for the most part. Um, yeah. Slowed down a little bit. Um was, but it was fine. But it looked like it was mostly there to set up a Miro um, Pillman Jr. match for the title, which is fine. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, 
But I don't really want Miro to go backwards with like the Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian. And like, I don't like that that had to be the end to um, Brian Pillman Jr. getting to fight Miro. I mean, good on them for coming up with a reason. It's just, I don't know. I didn't want to go backwards with Miro. Well, so I will say another thing that I think is happening with this, and mm-hmm. I have no idea for sure, but I'm my guess, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that like, Kip Sabian's probably like coming back soon. And maybe this is like an introduction. This is a way to like get him like Miro starts, maybe like Miro starts coming in more um, like during like Penelope's matches or something. And then Kip shows up to like attack him for like the injury or whatever. And that show, that creates like the NA title, the TNT title match. Right. Yeah, maybe. Law for the rivalry. Um, yeah, well, whatever happens, but I, I am excited about the match itself. I'm, I like as much as I've enjoyed watching the Varsity Blondes. I really want to get a good look at uh, Brian uh, Pillman Jr. in a singles match because I still haven't really got that yet. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's pretty good. So, like, yeah. Yeah, obviously, Miro will win, but like, I think it should be a pretty solid match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember yeah. what's going on, but I don't have the list in front of me. What was that? I'm trying to remember what other matches like right after that, but I don't have a list in front of me. No, don't worry, because I do. So, <laughs> um, after that, there was Shivani's interview with Britt Baker, mm-hmm. uh, and by Vicky. They're basically Vicky's gonna team up with Nyla Rose to take on, uh, take on uh, Britt and and Rebel. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was that was that pretty much. Um, let's see here. Was the next thing yeah. Taz? What was that? Was the next thing Taz? What? what are you I remember. About? I remember it being the interview with Taz, like with Team Taz. Oh, that was in the beginning. I didn't bring you that up. Okay, never mind then. Um. Then that was yeah. Then after that, I mean, it's pretty much just the main event at that point. Um, okay. which was the trios match between Penta, Eddie, Frankie. And then taking on Matt Jackson and um, the Good Brothers. Yep, and it was a really good uh, trios match. It is starting to get to the point though where somebody's got to beat the elite at something. But I don't know how far away we are from that. Because, like, like I said when we were watching, I, I was like, "Yeah, this is really starting to feel like '96 NWO, where everybody's going to beat up." And I'm looking for the Sting character to show up to even the odds. Basically, yeah. We'll yeah. No, I feel the same way. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good match, kind of like what you just said, but um, yeah, it, it was fine. I don't know. I'm, I kind of feel the same way that you're feeling. Like, I'm just kind of worried that it's we might be getting like too, uh, like too much of the elite dominating and. Right. Yeah, I'm. I am very like. I don't know. A part of me is just like, there's no way that it's going to be the same kind of problem. But right, I'm also worried about it though. Yeah, well, I think I think one of the things that won't be a problem. The reason the NBO got too much was because it was supposed to be its um, an alternate brand, not just a faction, but a brand. It's supposed oh, to yeah, be like SmackDown to um, Raw, basically. Right, which the, obviously that's not happening with this. this is... Yeah, that's not going to happen with Lee. So I think that'll be a problem. Won't be a problem. It's just going to be a matter of 
when do you make that turn where the good guys start to get some momentum on the elite, basically? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I think that pretty much covers AEW for this week. I am yep. looking forward to next week with the world title match. Um, so, yeah, can't wait to see yeah, that. Yeah. Also looking forward to August uh, for Rampage, just because I want to see what it's going to end up being. Um, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, eventually we'll get there. All right. So, yeah, good wrap-up on AEW. I think we can start the movie. Uh, you want to do the cheese fact before we get into the movie? Indeed. I have a cheese here that is considered the most, well, in a lot of places, considered the most controversial of cheeses. Uh-huh. Um, it is called the Casumarzu from Italy. It is a traditional Sardinian sheep's milk cheese um, that is served infested with larva. They process the cheese, um, but it gives it obviously a distinct texture and flavor because of the maggots. Ugh. It's a very, very ripe gargonzola, basically. Okay, well, there's a cheese I'll never try. I wondered if there's a cheese out there that I would never try. That's one of them. That's one. At there least to go. me. All right, so now that we've read that, we're going to watch Three Ninjas. So get yourself sunk up wherever you're watching. Like I said, our version's about an hour, 24, 22. So if you want to watch it with us and you're, like, watching a VHS or a DVD or something, um, just, like, get to the very opening, past all the stuff where you're getting to the credits and you're seeing the scenes with the trees in the beginning. And that should get you pretty close to sunk up to where we are, so. Uh, all right, so we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. All righty. And then, yeah, right after you should see touchstone pictures. So that should give you a good idea of where we are to start watching. Let me know if you hear anything, because I do have the volume up a little bit just so I can hear the actual, like, acting. Okay. I've got the um, I've got closed captioning on, and, and I have a bunch of facts about this movie. One of which involves murder, which I can't wait to get to. That one's Whoa. not so much a fact as it is like a alternate theory about the movie that I can't wait to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here. Old-fashioned, really cool ninja stuff. <laughs> Oh, here's a little something I can put up right in front, right at the beginning here. Um, in this movie, nobody actually does ninjutsu. It's all karate. Yeah. <laughs> I would never have known that because I'm not that kind of nerd, but I thought it was very funny. Also, Tum Tum's awesome. <laughs> Tum-tum. They haven't introduced names or anything yet, but the youngest one is Tum Tum, and he's, he's fucking awesome. I love that character. Yep. I think every kid loved Tum Tum, but I think it also made us very um, unrealistic in how much food we should be eating at that age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, it's Rocky. Hey, look, it's Colt. Dude, I'm telling you, I watched the crap out of Three Ninjas Kickback. Like, that was my jam as a kid. I watched that movie so often. Yeah, it's time like a couple of years 
um, older than you. I actually watched this one over and over again. I watched Kickback too, but this is the one I really watched over and over again. Also, just to throw this out here, I don't. So Colt, the so the kid playing Colt mm-hmm. is the same. I believe is the same kid in the second movie, Three Ninjas Kickback. Yeah. However, the kid who's playing Rocky did not come back for the second film, That's and true. I believe also the kid playing Tum Tum did not come back for the same film for the second. I film. really, I don't remember. I know for a fact Rocky did it, but I thought Tum Tum was the same kid. Really? I don't... Oh, maybe he is. I don't think it is, but I might be wrong. I know for a fact Rock is different, though. Yeah, no, I definitely remember that, because that's part of the reason that... Because, like, when I was a kid, different casting annoyed me. Yeah. I mean, as all kids did on their summer vacation, just planning sneak attacks on their grandfather. Yep. And throwing real ninja weapons at him. I, I've never thought about this because it's been so long since I saw this movie. If he had hit his grandfather with the ninja stars, would his grandfather just been proud of him? I mean, after he woke up from being dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some good martial arts right here. Is it racist to assume that all older Japanese men carry around smoke bombs to make a disappearance? Yep. Oh. I might be a second or two behind now because I just um, had to turn the closed captioning because I didn't realize because we didn't have any dialogue up to that point. Closed captioning wasn't working even though I turned it on. Oh. That's okay. We'll make it work. Don't climb a tree with thorns, though. So you know more about Japanese history and stuff than I do. Is the masks thing a real thing that happens, or is this just? I don't know. I have no idea. Don't ask me questions. I don't know the answers to, making me look bad. (laughs) I just know you know more about Japanese stuff than I do. So what? Just in general. So I thought I'd ask. I'm sorry. I will tell you in the international um, version of this movie. That uh, Colt is actually called, uh, I think, a Mustang, what they went with. Which is far tougher than Colt. I, I, think, Colt. I, mean, I think Colt sounds fine. Well, the original idea was for him to be called Pony, so it's definitely better than Pony. Oh, for sure.
Because <laughs> the, the uh, YouTube um, closed captions just randomly generated. It said, because your energy begins and ends with your tum- tummy, you will be known as Tom. Yeah. This, yeah, <laughs> this is not good. But we'll, we'll deal. No, it's fine. I just, I like that line better. From now, for the rest of the movie, I'm going to call him Tom. Careful, Tom. Don't let that bad guy get you. Classic, like, 90s action movie music, background music. Yeah, this could so easily be a uh, Steven Seagal movie. Just this part I'm talking about. Watch out, there's a ninja. Man, he snuck up on him. Look at all that cash. I feel like there's easier ways to open the crate. Yeah, for sure. A Nerf gun. Nerf or nothing. Yeah, but now I've got this giant weapon that's going to blow up in a crate without a lid. Got him. What kind of a cop does that? (laughs) I was about to say, apparently he wasn't their best agent. Seriously. Here comes the Foot Clan. Yep. The Foot! This is, I'm assuming this is where the turtles show up and just start wrecking house, right? I mean, you think the three ninjas are just like the three ninjas are actually just like the turtles in an alternate universe. I legit wrote when I was like like nine or ten. I legit wrote a fan fiction where the three ninjas met the Ninja Turtles. Was it just a like a pizza party the whole time, basically? I can't remember anything about it. I just remember doing it. Oh, and looking back on it, I feel like I'm such a nerd. You are. All right, freeze dinner. It's over. <laughs> freeze dinner is over. I love myself the same. <laughs> oh. Here's a little fact I picked up. If you uh, count the shots, he just fired nine shots from a six-shot uh, revolver. What? Man. He has a magic gun. Also, why is the FBI even in the 90s carrying revolvers? I want Snyder. He's everything to me. 
broke my heart. It's Honka. <laughs> Oh, Tanaka. It really does look like Tatanka. Mori? Mori Povich? Looks at the picture and cares about who's cut out of the frame. Yeah. I mean, it'll come back later. Well, yeah, it's plot. So I'm just saying in real life, like, have you ever looked at somebody's picture and been like, wait, who's this person that's cut out of the frame? <laughs> that's fine, comedy. Coles. What is a ninja? He didn't ask you, Rocky. Yes, Colt. Why is it's just why is a ninja friendly to his environment? He's not Captain Planet. He is though. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, they were basically like and we're looking back at it, the ninjas basically stemmed from like farmers trying to protect their land, so that's true. I mean, but a lot of that stuff got rewritten. Like, the whole samurai code, I know it's not the same thing, it's actually the opposite, but the samurai yes, yes. code, all that stuff got rewritten, like, after they stopped going to war, basically. And that's where you get the whole Bushido thing. So I yeah. think the ninja's probably the same way. No. I mean, no, I mean, it's pretty well known. Well, I don't know if it's actually that well known, but it, it is a fact that, like, the whole ninja stuff really came from the farmers or like the villagers basically from those uh from those Iga provinces trying to protect their lands basically from Tokugawa. Or right. not Christ, Nobunaga I mean. Are you just trying to make up for the fact that you didn't know about the name thing? Kinda. <laughs> Those are the rich ninjas. They they get the limousine. Right. So, but just for anybody that's never seen this movie and is watching with us, because there's got to be people out there that have done that. I'm assuming this isn't universal. Um, the basic plot of the movie is this is an arms dealer who was trained by the kid's grandfather and the kid's well, his daughter ended up marrying an FBI agent, so that's how there's this weird double relationship. And uh, also, as a kid, I never noticed how wobbly that sword is. Yeah, right? <laughs> God.
Well, believe it or not, this movie was never meant to be successful. And when Disney bought it, they actually were just hoping for like a good home release. And then it did crazy well in the movie theaters. Which, by the way, is why you can never find it anywhere. is because it's, it's, um, it's a Disney property that they haven't put up on Disney Plus or anything yet. Yeah. Which is a shame. Dude, if this was on, on Disney Plus, I'd probably just I'd probably have it on like all the time. Yeah. To, like when I'm going to bed or something. I'm sure at some point they will put it up. I think they purposely save some stuff so they can do further releases. Uh, because oh, yeah. they made the promise that if they put something up there, it's just going to be up there forever. So they they don't want to just you know put everything out there so they don't have new stuff to bring people in with. Or, you know, old nostalgic stuff, I guess I should say. I mean, I know if I want to ask my friend for a favor, I usually show up with a bunch of ninjas to try and kill him. Yeah, same. I really want to watch him fight the fat guy. Do you remember like what they were partners in exactly? What? Say that again? Like what um, the grandpa here and Schneider were actually partners in. Because like obviously the story once he starts selling weapons, the partnership broke up. Yeah, I'm not entirely was. sure. I think maybe they were like maybe they talked together, I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was like a like a ninja school or something. Yeah, that's what I think. I think he was trying to break his neck right there. Right. Your 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 finger and thumb did not go into your mouth. <laughs> Tangent. Don't be so upset. I mean, come on now. Yeah, they just saw that you couldn't beat the guy. That's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the dummy. I'm so proud of my 
child grandsons fighting adult men. And winning. And winning. I will say they did win, but like... Like, still putting themselves in danger, and you're like, you just like kind of let them. And like, how bad are the ninjas at Snyder's training that they can't beat these children? Yeah, true, I mean, very true. Like, we're supposed to, I think we're supposed to take it that he's just, um, their grandpa's just a better teacher. But, I mean, there's a certain, like, level of teaching where they're only going to go for a few weeks during the summer, and they're still better than these other ninjas that are basically yeah. his paid hit squad. Also, I don't know a lot about fighting, but I'm pretty sure if you hit in either of those two spots, a real person, it would probably do about the same amount of damage. No. Didn't you see the eyes light up? <laughs> You're right. The eyes did not light up. Wait, you're saying the groin is a good place to hit people? I never heard yeah, that. Really like, no joke. Like, you want to say whatever you want about trying to, like, like, not, like, uh, like not hit a guy in that spot or whatever. But, well, like, dude, if your life's on the line or some shit, fucking make sure that guy can never have fucking children, dude. That's true. <laughs> I was watching Stepbrothers. Him and kick him square in the nuts. <laughs> I was watching Stepbrothers the other day. And just that just meant the Will Ferrell line popping that you screamed. He's going to rape me at the top of your lungs. I honestly thought he was going to in that moment. <laughs> Get him! Get him, oldest son. So sad news. In 2018, the house that the, they just showed uh, burnt down in a fire. So I can't go visit Three Ninjas' house. That's too bad. Yeah. Wouldn't eat dog poop. <laughs> and he's got his guy's limits. I love the 90s when the FBI would just stick their label on, on a random car. <laughs> that doesn't look like Lisa DiMarino. No, it does not. Aki? <sighs> the subtitles are just not that good on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tum Tum sitting in the back, <laughs> just watching this whole conversation. And the the mom definitely looks half Japanese, by the way.
Ninja Warrior? He's going to be on Ninja Warrior? That's sick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could do the Salamander Wall or whatever the hell that thing's called. Yeah. You know, the thing that they show an arrow where you do the jump the bar through what it's called. Yeah. Though. I know what you're talking about. I forget what it's called, though. Kick him square in the nuts. Man, how much are you paying your lawyer to also be your punching bag? Seriously. He's probably not paying him anything. He's just making he's just promising not to kill him. Like Take care of everything and I won't murder you. Okay, deal. This is where we're going to get the Three Stooges for this movie. That's what I'm going to say. Besides for comedic effect, why would you ever hire these three to do something this important? Hell if I know, man. (laughs) But it's the same thing for the next movie, too. It's true. Dude. (laughs) It's funny because it's a surfboard. So I think the blonde one, the blonde guy, is the one that I guess only says "dude" in the entire movie. That's all he says. Okay. Oh man, a pager. <laughs> oh god, that's so nineties. I really did, um, as a kid, very much want to just sit in a convenience store and just eat fucking snacks like that. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with food now that I think about it. Heston, don't screw this up. Again, you just watched these kids beat up your trained ninjas and you're just sending some random surfer idiots to get them. To be fair, I, the main boss doesn't know they're surfer idiots. That's true. He's just taking this guy on his recommendation. Yep. Yo, Mario! So, apparently, that's not just Mario. That's the original 1988 um, Japanese version of Mario. Yeah, it is. It's on the you can tell it's on the Nintendo and everything. Yeah, I didn't know that as a kid. I just recognized Super Mario, but um, yeah, that's something I learned. Jesus, Emily. <laughs> Oh, 
So I also found out, because it was random research, for a soup can phone to work, the wire has to be extremely taut and has to be coated in wax. Really? Yep. That's a dude. God, they are they are those kids are ninjas. Yeah, look at them. A jelly bean stored in his bed. He is truly tum tum. <laughs> I don't even like jelly beans that much, but that sounds delicious. You know, I was never a huge jelly bean fan. I like gummy candies and like um, fruit candies like that. Oh, I love gummy fruit candies. I just don't like jelly beans for some reason. Hmm. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. Dude, like gummy bears, gummy worms, fucking love them. Um, Skittles, fucking love them. Jelly beans, I could do without. Yeah, that is weird because Skittles is very much like a jelly bean almost. Yeah, they are very similar. Just learning new stuff about you. <laughs> Go on, guys. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah, little dudes, your arse. Comes back here, I'm gonna sort him so good. Yeah, straight up murder some guys. Yep. Did you know that peanut butter jelly is specifically American? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, apparently other people, like, in other countries, one, if you want peanut butter, you have to go to the ethnic aisle or the international aisle. But then even if you get it, like, peanut butter and jelly is just, like, disgusting to people in other countries. Like, it makes them physically sick. Nah. Which I never thought about, but I guess if it's the flavor profile you're not used to and the texture you're not used to, yeah, probably would come off as really weird and probably a little bit, you know, nauseating. That has nothing to do with this movie. I just learned that fact about peanut butter and jelly the other day. <laughs> I'm guessing they live in like Southern California. Yeah. They don't ever say where, but they're definitely are in California. Yeah. That's not going to smell later or nothing. Nope. (laughs) 
I mean, they're little boys, so it's not very surprising. But they're kind, they're kind of dicks for just leaving the, the girl. Yeah. Well, they don't want to hang out with girls anyway. Yeah. They got cooties. That's fair. Listen, we were just trying to kidnap those children. You understand. Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Emily. (laughs) Ah, here come the slight age-appropriate bullies. Yep. Like, I, okay, I grew up and I got bullied occasionally, more than I'd like to admit, but it never happened like that for me, where, like, you just never dealt with anybody that was a year younger than you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Radical, dude. I mean, you you might get her bike back, but she's still going to walk at this point. Yeah. Mega serious level of silence. I don't know sometimes what's the subtitles and what's just their 90s surfer way of talking. You never stayed to the end. That's funny because he's stupid. Jesus Christ. Oh, did you like the one kids with the bulls jacket decided to strike a pose for some reason? Yeah, right. Sorry, I just I thought that called for an ooh.
I mean, this is pre-combine. You could just kick their ass and take the bikes. No one's going to say anything about it. Right. I know that's a very fucked up thing to say, but it's true. Before combine, you could pretty much fight anybody you wanted at school. I would like to point out that she's saying that like that, but like realistically, like that that like oh, I hate women, dude. Girls like any like would like go crazy at that age probably would like go crazy over a guy doing something like that. And but yeah. she like, what are you doing? Why are you showing off? My God! But then like inside she'd be like, oh my God, he's so fucking cool. He's such a bad guy. I like bad boys. <laughs> Dude, don't let the 90s kids move you hit a nerve. You hit a nerve, okay? Hit a big fucking nerve. I'm sorry, buddy. Life is life is very unfair. I know. It really is. Pretty sure that's a foul. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't play a lot of basketball, but I feel like that's not legal. I guess in the like in the original cut of this movie, I'm pretty sure they win this game at this point. Um, they actually lose. I'm like ninety percent sure about that. Could you just rip his stupid earring out of his ear? Right. It's bugging me. Air Jordan. And they say white boys can't jump. <laughs> I was about to try to make that joke. I was about to say, I would let you believe that white boys cannot jump. Yeah, Take so that, Woody Harrelson. In the original version, they lose that game. I don't know what that would have done for the story, but yeah. Weird, weird change that they made when they reshot it. Because Disney yeah. made it more kid friendly by adding like a bunch of sound effects and stuff to like the fight scenes. Yeah. Ninja vanish. I mean, for the love of God, this is, it really is basically Ninja Turtles without the turtles. Yeah. No, like, you could literally put the turtles in this and it would be a perfectly serviceable Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, because Mr. Miyagi is Splendor. But of course, it's also capitalizing at home alone. What you say? So that's a big ass Twizzler. It really is. Or is it like a normal sized Twizzler and he's just much shorter than we thought? No, no, no. It's definitely a big Twizzler. (laughs) I think they were actually more normal, though, in the early 90s. Yeah, I don't think they sell them like that anymore. Yeah. 
I will say one of the most authentic things about this movie is the kid logic we're about to see where the house gets broken into and their thought is, oh, if we use our karate to stop these three, then dad will see it's a good thing. That's such kid logic right there. Yeah. Uh, can't believe Grandpa's one of the bad guys. Right. In no way could it be more complicated than what I, as a 12-year-old, understand. I actually don't know how old they're supposed to be. Definitely pre-middle school. Right. There's no way they could have been friends at one point and then had a falling out. That's just not possible. We're middle school boys. We That doesn't happen. Grandpa is the, Grandpa's life only started when we were born. Exactly. And they were so friendly at the cabin. Remember when Grandpa tried to chop him and we were standing five feet away? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, hey, friends! Don't you remember how he brought all those ninjas to try to kill us? It's it's a good thing kids are stupid because, like the small amount of logic that just tears apart these movies. Yeah. Ah, pizza. Also weird, it's very weird to me. Well, I guess somebody just maybe just ordered a whole pizza, but there's just a random giant drink. Like, I don't know, that is always weird to me. Oh, the dare water bottle. Yeah, right. You say no to drugs. I remember. I remember. Uh, not dare. Well, we did have a dare person come in once or twice. But yeah. our thing that we had come in for God knows what reason. They for some reason they showed up all the time. Was it was care, not dare. It was care, C A R E. And what? there was this lady with this cat puppet. And it was called the I Care Cat. I still remember this to this day. They showed up all the fucking time in like elementary school. What does care stand for then? Because dare, like the D in dare is drugs. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that's that's weird. (laughs) There was another pizza right there. I mean, he did waste what looked like a pretty good pizza. That's fair. By the way, you're not good criminals if first you eat, then you commit felonies.
Here we go. Here's the kid logic. Kid logic. Yes, let's use different implements around the house to defeat these grown men with guns. Let's myrtleize them. <laughs> of course, that's what I meant. And I believe it was in three. I think it was in Three Ninjas Kickback, where like I think it was Colt says, "Let's light these fat boys up." It's fucking awesome. And I thought it was. I always thought that line was so funny. I thought it was in this one where um, it's the big guy on the boat, but you might be right. I do remember that line. Big guy in both of them. Yeah, maybe. By the way, There's... that pizza does look really good. Yeah. No, it's definitely the second one because in the second one they're like running through the ninja dojo or whatever, and there's like a big ninja guy and a big sumo guy, and that's okay. where they say let's light these fat boys up. That's why it's plural. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, as far as kidnappers goes, these guys seem like they're going to be pretty nice. They're going to give yeah. the kids pizza. I mean, they weren't there to rape them, which is how most kidnappings go, as I understand it. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a really funny joke. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, one of the guys just went into the kid's closet and he lose sight of him for a second. And the next second you see him, he's got an orange helmet on because of course he does. <laughs> Why called come out ready to fight? He heard them leave the room. Right. Also, they did not do a very good job of searching said room. Like that just ruined the mask your grandpa got you. Right? You could have just taken off the mask. What, and then spray paint his face? I mean, he's already white, and he'd blend in just about as well with just the white clothes on. <laughs> I do love that line. I thought they were kidnappers. Way to murder your little brother, by the way, Rocky. Right? <laughs> Good luck, Holt. Honestly, I will say that it does screw up a lot of proper names, but for the most part, the closed captioning works out pretty well. Yeah, it's not too, too bad. Although the Dean know you're in there. <laughs> oh. I mean, they are tenacious, the D. Yes. <laughs> yes, why use a golf club when you can use ties and a key? 
Golf club isn't ninja. That's fair. It's too bad they could have figured out a way for them to just lock them in that room because they would have just won at that point. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, but that wouldn't show how awesome at ninjaing they are. That's true. They have many more things to ninja before that happens. Yeah, duh. We haven't even got to the laxatives yet. It's fair. That's not in this one, I don't think. I think that's in the other one, isn't it? Nope, it's in this one. It is this one? Okay. Yep. I mean, there might be laxatives in the second one, too, but it's definitely in this one. Maybe it's just, maybe they just use lax. Maybe that's just a theme. They just use laxatives in every movie. Oh, my God. Well, there's some broken ribs for you. This is some good slapstick comedy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you really think about though? It doesn't really fit with the the um, tone of the other bad guys in the movie. It really doesn't. I really now I like I never thought about it as a kid. It definitely was them just like, how can we do what Home Alone did, but with these three kids? Yeah. Also, there's a scene earlier where um, they're trying to figure out what they have for weapons, and they're like, what about our throwing stars? Mom took them. Damn it. Or... <laughs> what would kids use to defend their house now? CDs aren't a thing. Oh. Let's watch him straight up try to murder a man. Right? Cooking in the kitchen with Tom Tom. It really does work for their his personality though. Because, like, the kitchen is his war house. Yeah. <laughs> How do you drag him out there? Oh. 
It's funny because it's true. No shit. Yeah, you know who could get hurt? The robbers in your house. Sorry, kidnappers. You're worried about your kids getting hurt or doing literally anything? What is this, the 2020s? <laughs> yeah, get them into peewee football like normal parents so they can get a couple of concussions in them. No, I can't even do that anymore. Here's a laxative. Yep. I mean, three days is a long time, but I feel like I don't think I would have broke out the laxative for two days. Yeah. Hold on one second, buddy. I'm still here, but I'm not sure if everybody's going to hear me, so you can just carry on for a minute. I'll be right with you guys. Okay. So right now, they're drinking the diarrhea soda. I'm sure nothing bad will happen with that. Dude! Dude! I really do think he only says that one character only says dude. Okay, I'm back. Cool. Uh. Are you still there, buddy? Yeah. Called me, which screwed up our audio. So that's how that all happened. Mm. Okay, so I'm at fifty-two fifty-five. So I don't know where you are. I will get there. Okay. Yeah, sorry for the interruption, everybody, but well, life happens. Yep. Alrighty, I am ready. You said right. 52.5, right? Um, one second. Actually, now it just screwed itself up. Okay. I'm actually, sorry, because it actually started playing. I'm actually 53 even now, so get to 53, and then I'm going to start from there. All right. All right, so now that we're at 53, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. So hopefully if you're watching along, you can uh, try to get where we are. You should have just been where they just untied the main bed being hanged on a stair. So that's what I worry about in 52 seconds. So try to be there if you're trying to wake up a different version of this one. Such genius criminals. Right. By the way, so far the uh, trivia I found out about that one guy only ever saying dude is held up as well. Yeah, he's only said dude. Also, how the heck is this girl so dumb? 
Children are stupid. Yeah. I just don't anything like Rocky, though. <laughs> Literally anything. Why are her parents okay with her leaving in the middle of the night? Yeah. He's got spread oh, through the company. Yeah. <laughs> Those are murder eyes right there. I'm bad at sports. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is Rocky holding? I don't know. Uh oh. So, um, as we've been watching along, I actually somehow missed the part where they just go to town on the drink that's got the uh, laxative in it. So the two stupid guys, two helper stupid guys, have now got to go poop. Why would you react like that? Why would you act like what? Like, oh, we're so cool? Yeah. No, especially the girl. She literally just got thrown into this situation. And now for some reason, all of a sudden, she's like, I'm cool. (laughs) I just had a gun to my head. Oh, and that much laxative. You're not done yet. There's no yeah. way you can get off the toilet. That's diarrhea. Although, you all love the 90s orange and white cups. Yeah. Takes you back, really. <laughs> oh, Tom Tom. Of course, he only cares about the pizza. All right. So here's here's the um, the part that's never explained. The three bad guys that they just beat up, we never see again. They're dead. Either they were just, like, told to run, or when these guys showed up, they straight murdered those three. And in that house right now is a crime scene of three deaths. Yep. Which is the way I'm going to think about it for the rest of my life. Yeah, make sure you take her off to the corner so none of the professionals can hear about where your children are.
Can you believe that? Wait, no, no. It's just my Japanese ninja grandfather-in-law. You know, as is the norm. Really, that shouldn't have been that um, easy if he's a ninja. Yeah. I never thought about that as a kid. It's kind of insulting to him. The FBI was like, yeah, we could have followed Snyder if he tried, but we could follow your ninja ass. Also, in case you were wondering, closed captions said that that um, Snyder is still an engine at heart. He is still an engine at heart. He's constantly revving and unrevving. Yep. That's professionalism people come here expecting. I would certainly hope so. I don't know if I can trust you in your magical ninja ways. I know that that's like that's a cliche ninja thing, the disappearing thing, but. In reality, the only way to disappear like that is just quickly run away. Yeah. So you look at that scene from that angle, you just see a small little Asian man just scurrying away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, let's go, kids. Got a lot of kidnapping to do. Yeah. That's where the foot train. Yep. Not a lot of people know this, but one of those guys down there training is Shredder. Yeah. That's where he learned most of his technique. Yep. Like I know, I know because of the the premise of the movie, this doesn't seem weird. But just think about that from like a criminal's perspective. It's same with the foot, by the way. Oh, I joined the game, but now I have to learn martial arts. I really just wanted to rob people. Like, uh -huh. I feel like it would have been more. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say it would have been more. Um, it would have been easier if he would have just grabbed one rope, but I forgot that he uses like a bridge. Thank God, nine henchmen were so easy to knock out. Yeah, man. Wait, why don't we eat our way out of here? Must many Atlanta, many. Yep. 
Oh, cold. <clears throat> Fade away into the steam like ninja. <laughs> That's why you never leave your captives in a room with an active phone. Yeah. <clears throat> Frankie, please, Frank, come in. For the love of Frank, Frank. <laughs> Listen, I know what you guys are going to say, but you don't understand. There was this phone call. <laughs> what did you expect to happen? There was three of them. Pretty pleased with Newcastle. <laughs> you knew there were three of them. Right? I did not see that coming. Do they both get tire irons? Yeah. Why are there tire irons on a ship? For the tires, duh. Oh, right, of course. Sorry, I asked such a stupid question. I'll forgive you. <laughs> I mean, it's my fault. I should stop trying to put logic in this movie. At this point. Yeah. By the way, that sword looks much better than the swords in the first fight. The one we just saw close up of. What strength? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, just based on what we learned from the Ninja Turtles movie, by the way, I'm assuming that this had to be edited in the um, UK because they don't like nunchucks. Yeah. That didn't come up in my research. I'm just assuming because of what we learned earlier, and this is like two years after, so I'm assuming it's still yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely right. It's got to be. Also, these guys are uh, these guys have got to be the they've got to actually be the foot. Yeah, because who else? Because they make the same that? mistakes. <laughs> Pretty much. So what you're saying is we need to learn somehow get in the works a Ninja Turtles three ninjas 
Yeah. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. Wait, Ninja Turtles might be Marvel. I'm not sure who owns the right to them, but it might be it might be Disney. Just I have no idea. Possible. Oh, a little fact about that guy, the, the painted ninja guy. He's actually one of the trainers for the movie. And because they needed, you know, somebody to do this fight, they gave him a cameo. Let's drop the sword. We don't need this thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, by the way, really good swordsmanship, not cutting it. Right? That's why Samurai carry a short sword along with the short uh, long sword. See, I know stuff about Japanese stuff. Good job. <laughs> I honestly, and it's not—I really never intended this. I actually probably do know more about samurai than I do ninjas. Because ninjas are sneaky, duh. Yeah, they're they're hidden like shadows. You guys have swords. You should really be able to stab these children. Yeah, like. I will say, I knew that the just because it's a kid's movie from when I was a kid, I knew the logic wouldn't hold up. But as far as like the movie goes, I would probably watch this just because it, the comedy is done well. Like the physical comedy. I feel like that was a Shawn Michaels oversell right there. Right. <laughs> so another thing that I learned uh, during my research, and this is a good place to put that, um, apparently when this movie was released, Disney got like a lot of thank you letters from different uh, martial arts schools around the country. Because on average, after this movie came out, they saw their enrollment go up by like 10%. When do I get my multicolored ninja mask, sir? <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, you know, your multi, my multicolored ninja mask. What, what is my nickname going to be? Uh, I was, what? I was thinking something like... Um, like rapids, because like I'm swift like the river. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Let's yeah, rocket jump. <laughs> I feel like that should be most adults' reaction 
when small children are trying to hurt them. Right? Right? I feel like that should have just been all of those guys. Yeah, because right there, doesn't he say, let's light this fat boy up? Tum Tum, you were standing there kicking the dummy in the groin over and over again. Right? I just don't remember that. There you go. That was a nice groin shot. I don't know, like, I'm not, I haven't been to too many fights, but that actually would really hurt if you get somebody in the right place on the solar plexus. Yeah. I'll just take out all your air. <laughs> you guys just remembered the back gun? <laughs> Cool, they still have guns. <laughs> sure do. Could <laughs> kill all four of them right now. Right? Yeah, there's some guys who can fast for guns. Seriously. See how his um his Pajamas, his ninja pajamas are red, but almost like identical to the grandfather's. Yep. I mean, to be fair, you really should teach your men because your men are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it would be the most unstoppable ninja clan if Grandpa would just teach him. I also like to think that this is the same person from Tremors. Mm -hmm. So, a few years from now, he's going to retire and go move out in the desert until he gets eaten by a uh, graveler. Yep. Oh, yeah. Karate doesn't do much against Gravelhead, so. Well, although, I would have liked to see him try a few more moves before he got eaten. <laughs> I, like <how, laughs> I like how one of the bad guys laughs. Am I a nice guy or what? You're a geek. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a good way to get murdered. Yeah. Now listen, I'm going to go for the exit. No, Grandma. Grandma, Grandpa. Why would he want jelly beans for luck? Yeah, I'm sure those aren't going to be useful at all. How many ninja fights have been won because of jelly beans? Shoot, I could count so many. <clears throat> I'm choosing not to, but I could. 
back in like the the seventh century. Great Samurai War was ended by jelly beans. Yep. I don't know. Oh, he threw the scabbard. That's okay. Oh, no. He threw one of his two swords. He does <clears throat> I would like to point out that the good guy is using the weapon first. Yep. I was just going to point out that a sword is not a area or a weapon. It's meant to be used close up. Ding, ding, ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh-huh. There's just no way you could make this as a kid's movie with all this like martial arts and actual fighting. Yeah. Which is why kids' movies today aren't as good. Yep. Basically. I might have to um, get up for a minute here. Because uh, part of the reason it took me to get back to the recording is because uh, uh, Jen ordered some Chinese food. Okay. Oh, what? Uh, do you mean it's like almost here or something? Yeah. So I just have to get up and go get it off the porch. That's all. Alright. I'll still, I'll come back right back and finish the movie because it's almost over. But... Alright, because yeah, it's like almost over, so. Remember the jelly beans, Grandpa. <clears throat> Remember, you are Simba. Save invited rambling, boys. <laughs> He really doesn't like refined sugar. Yeah. Because watching that this time, I those definitely just went into his mouth. Wait, did he just use a drop kick? Uh, yeah. You mean the the classic ninja move, the drop kick? Yeah, like the essential ninja move. You guys are still surrounded by a bunch of bad guys with guns. Seriously. (laughs) All the ninjas, the reason they didn't shoot the kids to begin with, they'd already seen all the FBI guys up there. I want to make a tote. 
Let me 2010, Let me 2010 listen. <laughs> Mori Povich. Yeah, you'd make a great ninja war. He's yeah, got, you got a bold. Tom Tom. I need directions. I gotta pull out my Tom Tom. <laughs> Yeah, I really don't think you need him to do that. That's why the FBI has interns. Not only that, but he literally just got his family back from a horrible situation. I think he can have a few minutes. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, go ninja, go ninja, go. Ninja, go, ninja, go. <laughs> All right, that was the movie. Yeah. What am I thinking, by the way, just because it just occurred to me? Uh, clearly, the Ninja Turtles are owned by Warner Brothers. That's why they're on HBO. Yeah. So, no, we can never have the crossovers. That's all right. That Marvel and DC is a more priority crossover. Than Ninja Turtles and Three Ninjas. What? All right, there we go. Like I said, I would say out of all the kids, you know, movies for child that you watched so far, that one I would rewatch at some point just because. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. So at this point, uh, that'll do it for tonight. I don't think we have anything yet planned for next week. It's really going to depend on Saturday Night Dynamite how we end up doing that. Because yeah. we're going to want to watch that before we record. So it might be like a Simpsons or something shorter. But we really haven't thought about it too much yet. So stay tuned to Facebook and Twitter if you want updates. Otherwise, just check back with us on Wednesday. So, um, yeah, other than that, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for our theme song. You know, And as always, just tell people to listen to the show. Because where else are you going to get Three Ninjas coverage in 2021? Yeah. Exactly. Tell me you love me. No, three ninjas. Yep. Yep, three ninjas. All right. Did you want to add anything else, buddy, before we go? Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Until the next movie, then it's Lisa D. Marino. Lisa D. Marino. You really do know the second movie really well. We will definitely put that on our list of movies we're going to do, but that'll be for the future. Woo! Have a great night, everybody. Deuces.